anyway. what to expect when expecting something from us. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. Sounds like the title of a really bad book. So my wife we would just, read. So should we just go into this then? Yeah, jump All into right. it. So, um. This is Lily and Mikey. Yeah, and uh, we or are. Or maybe maybe I don't want that to be my catchphrase. I don't want to be like, <laughs> "Hey, it's Mikey," but you know, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> it is kind of creepy. But um, we're it's not as creepy as this guy right here. He's the creeper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, we're we're gonna do a podcast. We're siblings, and we're excited. Um, Michael, today we're gonna talk about Sasquatch. Sasquatch or Bigfoot. You mean like some hairy hillbilly running out in the weeds or what? Interesting that you asked, because according to the encyclopedia, a Sasquatch is also called Bigfoot and or slash wild man, a large, hairy, human-like creature believed by some people to exist in the northwestern United States and western Canada. It seems to resemble the North American counterpart of the Himalayan region mythical monster, the abominable snowman I'm, or yeti. I'm pretty sure I went to high school with that <laughs> definition that you just gave. I, I just this kid like could grow a beard when he was like 10 years old. I'm pretty sure his balls <laughs> dropped when he was like eight. So, I mean. Oh, well, a lot of people say they have really shorter legs and longer arms too. So it would make sense, you know. Okay, well, that wasn't that guy. He was, you know, he, the proportions were all there, but. <laughs> Man, we'll see here. Mm. <laughs> no, but really, a Sasquatch is described as a primate ranging, like ranging from six to fifteen feet. Fifteen feet. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Most people say around between seven to eight. And I thought Goliath was a big boy. Jeez. <laughs> oh, it's you like? You, you, can you imagine that? Okay, you're like camping, and then you have these really tall trees, and then you got freaking Bigfoot's head like popping out above it, and you're like. Is he 15 feet tall? How? Those trees are like 12 foot. That means his head's got to be 15 feet minimum. You know? Yeah, I think it would freak people out. And oh, but but who set those standards? 15 feet? I don't know. I think that one's like a two-story building for crying out loud. Most of them say around seven something. Okay, that's more in the lines of what I was thinking. (laughs) Okay. 15 feet. Good night. People describe it often as giving off a foul smell and eating. Well, you know, it's not like they uh, walk around washing themselves off with Dr. Squatch. Well, you know, you got to let out those pheromones, right? Ferris something. (laughs) And also, they say that they're either moving silently or emitting a high-pitched cry. Now, I've I've watched a lot of videos on this while I was researching. My son my son showed me one. <laughs> yeah, so actually I would like to know what you think a Sasquatch would sound like because a lot of them will make these sounds and they're like they talk like they're freaking the masters. They know, you know, they're like this is, you know, the cry of a Sasquatch and of course it's correct. So yeah, what what do you, you think? You know they're experts, right? So what do you think a Sasquatch would sound like? Give us your Sasquatch. <laughs> Um, and what, what, is that him telling his uh, wife he'll be home for dinner? It was, you know, that was just, <laughs> it was him talking about how bad he smells. Oh, okay. Fair. So, um, <laughs> anyway, uh. So based on what I did and what you've 
researched and or listened to. I mean, am I dead on? I feel like you're better. Better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you are You seem like you have a lot more to say. You know, they make it very boring. It's just, you know. <laughs> beautiful. Thank it's beautiful. You. Yeah. So there's actually a Sasquatch um, in a lot of different cultures, including Asia. I didn't realize that. Um, they don't all look the same. They got an Asian <laughs> a Sasquatch? Yeah. No way. In fact, um, I couldn't find the details on this. I heard rumors, so don't quote on it. But I heard that there were actual Vietnam soldiers who had Sasquatch encounters over in Nam. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> but imagine if you're fighting soldiers and then you run into one of those. Yeah. You know, when there's Charlie everywhere, there could be Sasquatch too. <laughs> I just know it would have probably made a few soldiers drop their balls, speaking of. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I, I would have shot a bazooka at it. <laughs> I know, right? I would have been like, that's no Vietcom blowing to pieces, man! <laughs> And it's thinking, I just want to be friends. Are you sure about that? You know what? That brings up a good point. Yeah. Must we fear the fifth, potentially 15-foot-tall, hairy, stinky thing? You know, a lot of people shoot at it, and then later they're like, oh, maybe it was friendly. So it seems like natural human reaction is to fire. But what do we fear? I think uh, the fact that it might rip your head off and it's yeah. big. <laughs> We fear the unknown, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's what's unknown. Could walk over and, you know, rip your head off and or and or step on your foot. I mean, because <laughs> if it's heavy enough, that would hurt like hell, right? I'm just going to say I would rather, you know, I don't know. I'm, I am a woman, but I would rather ask questions and only fire if charged upon. But it seems like a lot of these guys, as soon as they see it, they just... Pull out their guns and go. Well, that's unfortunate for Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder. Uh, no wonder he tends to run away. You know. So okay, uh, let me tell you that uh, the earliest reportings of Sasquatch um, were coming from settlers, and it started uh, around the late 1800s and into the 1900s with the occasional finding of footprints. Um, Sporadic Is that encounters. How they came up with the name Bigfoot. Ah, actually, I, I uh, were they big footprints. I might be wrong, but I when I was researching, I didn't put it in my notes. But I think it was said that it came in the fifties was when they actually added big Bigfoot on there because they got like some castings of some big feet, and then that's when it started getting used. So it was called Sasquatch before Bigfoot. Is that what you're saying? Um, or. Who knows what? Like, who decided Sasquatch? I'd like to say, you know. <laughs> Actually, um, it, Native Americans have had history on um, Sasquatch uh, going way back. And I think that it it sounds to me like a Native that American does sound term. That very, uh, yeah. very indigenous to yeah. the Native And I've seen American cave people. drawings of Sasquatch, and he was immense in those cave drawings. So you have, you have the little <laughs> tiny, you have the little tiny people. And then there's this one, one guy decided to draw one thing that was way bigger, like, this is Sasquatch, this is Bigfoot, with his rock, <laughs> grind, grind, <laughs> chisel. 
And, it, you know, it might have been a nightmare he had. You just don't know. And it might have all started from that. <laughs> or maybe he was smoking some of that peyote, eh? You know, had a little bit too much of some puffy puff and thought he'd dry a really big, dry, draw. He thought he'd draw a really big guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So back when it was first reported, you know, in the early 18 and 1900s, people usually said it was around eight feet tall. And, you know. Not 15. Not 15. So I'm thinking that, you know, some people got a little bit too much, you know. A uh, little, little carried away? Well, you know, they might have been drinking some moonshine. <laughs> so it's actually most of the areas where Sasquatch is reported, interestingly enough, are areas where there's a lot of rainfall. You know, there's a town up in <laughs> Canada called Saskatchewan, eh? <laughs> I didn't, actually. That's awesome. Maybe that was the first sighting. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I guess I, you know, I. The thing is, is when you look at Sasquatch, there's so much more information than I thought. Because I thought it would just be a whole bunch of, you know, silly sightings. Mm -hmm. And let me be honest with you, like getting serious just for a second. I honestly feel like if there was a Sasquatch, we would have seen it by now. Well, yeah, yeah. Especially if he was 15 <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> Well, okay, I'm done referencing that. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> no, you're okay. But um, that was the first time I'd ever heard of anyone ever describing that thing that big. So I, I just, <laughs> I'm just baffled by it. No, you're good. You're good. I'm sure. Like I said, it was probably some hillbilly who was like, "Ooh, we, we was on breaker. Dad's taller than my lifted truck, and that thing's about 13 feet. It's got to be 15 feet. He, he I mean, I, I got like. I got like those big tires, you know, like you run over the cars on and then, anyway. He were bigger than my husband. And my husband, he be like the biggest guy around. I mean, everybody knows, don't mess with Billy. <laughs> anyway, so um, basically there are some things I found that are, make me kind of question. But I think that if there was a Bigfoot, I don't know, um, I don't know that they would still be around at this point. Yeah. Well, here's here's the problem. Okay. You uh, there's I've seen lots of recordings where they show some figure running in the mm -hmm. bushes. I even <laughs> saw one recently of this like aerial. Someone had like a you know what do you call them floaty thingies in the air? Oh, Come on one now. of those uh, drones. A drone. Drone footage. <laughs> so this drone is just apparently the pilot unknowingly. You know, just riding it through the countryside. Uh -huh. And then, of course, it's like this far-off, shadowy oh, figure, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, the sightings of it are always kind of skewed as far as the view, and it's kind oh, of blurry. Yeah. So, you know, it's just some doofus wearing a freaking suit. Well, to be honest. Going on a run, and he's like, <laughs> I just happen, I just happen to be out flying my drone in the mountains. <laughs> Flashing it across the hillside when a shadowy figure, my cousin Cletus, came <laughs> running across the plains into the darkness of the woods. And I happened to catch it for about 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, and uh, now I know I believe it's real. <laughs> it's all real. So, um, actually... I even watched one where cops caught one running across the road on their cam, and they didn't stop because he didn't break any laws. But I, I you mean they didn't knock him over and cuff him? No. So I swear, honestly, I watched a whole bunch when I was researching this, and I think most of them are just people in hoodies. Like they're not even in an ape, ape suit; they're just in a black 
hoodie. And a hoodie. And they're just running really fast. I mean, I'm just not going to lie. That's what I saw. But speaking of footage, the biggest um, and most disputed footage uh, is actually, I'm actually going to show you a quick clip of it. We'll put it in, um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll make a, what's it called? A connect for you guys to check it. In the footnotes, what's it called? A link. A link, thank you. <laughs> we will link it for you. Don't worry, we will link it. You can tell I'm really good on my technology. <laughs> but we'll link it down below. And <laughs> um, yeah, I know, I'm bad. It's because you're not a millennial. I know. I'm so I'm of the ripe, <laughs> older millennials. I was born in 1984, you know? So... Uh, we were the original OG millennials. Oh, before I get into that, just because I think it's interesting, the very first recorded uh, footprint of a Sasquatch was by the British explorer, explorer David Thompson. David Thompson? And it was in 1811. I, of course it was David Thompson, <laughs> British explorer. <laughs> okay. Who else would it be? So you're going to watch this why I why I read about it really fast. It's only 11 seconds. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. And this is the, the one. This is the one. Whoa. It is shadowy. Yes. Okay, but play. it's in color. Yes, it is. And it actually was, don't be so judgmental because- Dude, it, it was, moves like a primate. Yeah, it was also- It literally <laughs> looks like a large gorilla. So it was recorded in 1967. That was in the 60s? Yeah. And oh, so if like, that was fake. That was a big boy. Yeah. Well, and it has boobs. They like. Wait, what? <laughs> Here, you You're need to close the next that. video start. What are you doing? Now I'm watching a <laughs> Bigfoot alien. It's what? Stop. Pause. Okay. Go back. So, all right. So that was pretty interesting. Yes. Okay. So let me let me tell you a little about it real fast before you know we proceed. So it's called the Patterson Gimlin film, and. Um, it's a short motion motion picture. So these guys went up to this area where there was supposed to be a lot of Sasquatch footprints, right? Okay. And um, when the video actually starts, I just showed you the part where they see it. Mm -hmm. um, or no, he pulled it out. Never mind. That was a different one that I'll tell you about later. But that's another one that people are, you know, whatever about. But anyway, or, you know, think is possibly true. Okay. So anyways... Um, <clears throat> They went to look at footprints. All of a sudden, they see the Sasquatch walking by. Um, he pulls out his little tiny camera. They were on horseback. He's, like, tripping and falling in a river, trying to cross it to get footage. His friend's, like, trying to cross it. Where it turned its head was when his friend crossed. Mm. So um, he was actually surprised he got the footage that he did. And until his dying day, he swears that that was not faked. So... Um, so all it takes is a couple of very convinced people for there be there to be a small glitter of hope. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so let that me that the primate giant in the forest is still trudging about. Yes, yes. Okay. No, I mean I was actually like kind of surprised by this one because um, I don't know. I felt like it was a little more arguable over some of the other stuff, you know? Right. And, I mean, it over would make some, sense. Over some drone footage <laughs> well, yeah, and that with was, a shadowy figure. <laughs> and that was back in the 60s. So, like, back then, you know, things weren't as explored. You know, who knows? Um, so, anyway, the guy who shot it actually died of cancer in 72. And he maintained until his dying day that he didn't lie. And his friend Gimlin always kept Don't his— worry, your secret's safe with me. His friend Gimlin always kept his mouth really quiet. 
Um, but he also said it was he did not take part in any hoax. And he actually did come out later and he did say that he did see what he saw. And that was when he said when it turned was when uh-huh. he crossed. And um, you know, I mean, it's interesting. So they they actually took a guy uh in Hollywood who does costumes for movies. Was it some young guy? No, he was actually old older and chubby and kind of had a beard and <laughs> oh okay <laughs> anyway <laughs> his name his last name was Munz and he decided to try to figure out if it was fake so first thing he did was like look at the actual footage and it was told that it was shot on a 25 mil lens um and when he checked that I know been- nothing about cameras <laughs> that, Me neither. that doesn't <laughs> I'm like, it could have been like, that's on a 4.79 Bravo lens. And I'd be like, ooh, interesting. (laughs) So he said that if it was shot on that lens, it would have actually been short. Like more like around the four foot-ish tall. So um, he took and like measured trees and stuff in it, like stuff we could never do. And he found that there was an inconsistency. And then he figured out that it was actually not a 25 mil lens. It was a 15 which means that the Sasquatch was in, you know, around like eight feet tall. Okay, so that's where the yeah. uh, the the bona fide information about its height is considered from. Well, like this. maybe. I mean, that's the one where it it seems like the most legit information. Oh, uh, but it looks pretty big. The, the problem it is, it's hard to tell on the camera how close they are to yes. it. Yes, and another thing is, is because it was clear back in the '60s, their cameras weren't very good. And it was, you know, for, shot from further away. Um, anyway, they, they've they done everything they can to shoot in. It seems like its face actually makes movement, which is inconsistent with mm-hmm. a gorilla suit, right? Um, they also— Are we sure <laughs> a gorilla didn't escape a zoo? Yeah, but it would be walking on two legs and pretty tall, don't you think? <laughs> it just mean, wanted the last laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like, they're all like, we're going to get you. We're still going to get this you. This ape is like, I've given birth to an iconic creature. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Now give and, me a banana. And then he also took uh, and made, like, different ape-shaped heads. And he made them, you know, in different um I like, wish you could see the look on my face right now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. He made ape-shaped heads. <laughs> okay, I want you to take a look at my ape heads and their ape shape. Otherwise, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be. They'd be. Fa- they'd be people face shape, not ape, 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 sh- ape shape. Exactly. So they actually made some that were more human shaped and ones that got gradually more ape. Anyway. Okay, can you just please explain to me the difference between little, you know, gradually more ape and less ape? So our head is really rounded and theirs like dips in and then peaks up to like more of a point at the top. Have you ever looked at like a silverback gorilla at the zoo? No, but what you describe sounds like a unicorn. (laughs) Okay, I like unicorns. I mean, I'm just going to say, but not the same thing. Who doesn't? (laughs) So... (laughs) Anyway, back on topic, my yes, apologies. back on topic. We're good. Um, so when he put a human head inside of it to see if it was a mask, um, first off, the forehead, if he'd put it up high enough that it could see through the eyes, would have been poking out of the head. So it wouldn't have fit inside the head if it was a mask. And then if he, <laughs> yeah, I know. And then if you had lowered the head to where it would have been in there, it wouldn't have been able to see through the eye holes. Mm. So what do you think about that? 
I think he was blindfully walking through the forest. What if he had a telescope in there and he was like telescoping it? Because, I mean, it's like seven feet tall. I'm just saying. What if he was like <laughs> daredevil and he could just echo locate rocks and move around them? Or what if he was a shapeshifter and it's really just shapeshifters we're seeing out there messing with us? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I had never even considered such an option. I know. Maybe Mothman and all of them are just shapeshifters messing with people. Maybe blue whales are shapeshifters. Maybe. <laughs> so, okay. So, back to topic. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, my so point is we don't know. So, we're talking about the masks. The way, he, yeah. He's saying, based on his professional yeah, opinion, it, it couldn't really work. No. And have it be portrayed the way that it was, the way exactly. it was moving. And then he also <laughs> said that the way the fur moves... Mr. Munns says, um, wasn't moving like a cloth suit when you watch uh, the movement. He said that it's moving like something that they make now, maybe. Two but words. But they, they didn't make then. Hair and duct tape. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be very fun to pull the suit off when you're done. But, huh? <laughs> okay, that was That stupid. would hurt. That would really, really hurt. And you wouldn't have hair after that. So you definitely wouldn't be Sasquatch now, would you? You might have three. <laughs> you might. So, okay. So basically, based off of what he knows from Hollywood costumes, he doesn't see how that could have been a costume. And when they even put, like, a, they took the measurements of a man who was around seven, you know, whatever, like, and they tried to adjust his body to fit in the suit, and his knee was much higher than where the knee was on the tape. So it's kind of an anomaly. And I honestly feel like, mm. I don't know, you know, maybe it wasn't a person. Maybe somebody had sex with an ape <laughs> and they had a baby and it was just a thing. And it was exceptionally <laughs> large with weird proportions. It was I mean, obviously a girl. Oh. It had boobs. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't see that when well, we watched the I footage. Well, I can really show you. They even. Like, I mean, I could watch it again and look for some jiggle cleavage, you know, with with hair on it. I, by, I. By the way, my referencing for for this whole uh, segment of you know muns and everything comes from um, the History Channel, and it's uh, Monster Hunters, I believe. Let me just check my notes. But um, I found it to be really interesting because I watched a lot of stuff and I was really, um, like, this was the thing that I felt like was the most, I mean, because I'm all about facts. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be honest with you. you right, know? you're not one of those people that are just looking no. looking for something to believe in that's yeah. crazy. There's no blind faith for me at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, I actually really thought that this was something that you could argue, you know. Um, I'm not saying that it's real, but it definitely gave me pause for thought. Hmm. Well, um, now you've ruined me every time I go <laughs> camping and I'm out in the woods. I'm going to feel like I have to have a camera with me in case I see some large, big, hairy thing with boobs out <laughs> out in the uh, out in the. The oh, woods. I mean, it, maybe it would be its daughter or granddaughter at this point. I'm just saying. Right, right. <laughs> so so the question is, I mean, could it be like... It's Monster Quest. 
Sorry, from the History Channel. From the History Channel. I just want to give them, you know, a shout out. Proper reference to the info. Thanks for not boring me with your really fake footage that you're freaking out about. (laughs) You should see some of these guys. They're just like, it seriously looks like a guy in a hoodie and they're all, they have their friend like run across the street the same way and they're, he looked the same. And they're all, (laughs) the gate on him was obviously different. And you watch it and you're like, and they're like, oh, well, you know, actually, it's kind of close. It's like, because it was probably well, a man. It, well, and the reality is, you know, people are trying to get famous mm-hmm. or have their little one shot of, you know. That's true. Of, of, uh, of stardom. But uh, it, it, uh, it, it makes you wonder because the earth is very populated. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's, it's more viable for some crazy undiscovered monster to be at the bottom of the ocean yeah. than on land. But, uh, you know, something could happen. Some things are possible. You never know. It's true. And it seems like most of the um, places where they have sightings are in more northern areas where they have lots of um, forests that are unexplored. Where they drink (laughs) lots and lots of beer. Washington, too. They do. A, I'm sorry, but I think they do a lot of drugs out. And, you know, we get up in the Oregon territory and whatnot. Yeah. Right, guys. Guys, I went up in, in the mountains. Plantation. I went in the mountains. I was high off my ass. But I was up in the mountains, and I was camping all by myself with this camera. And there was this big thing that ran through the woods. And there's no way it was my friend Jason. There's no way it was too tall and too big. Was it 15 feet? No. <laughs> but when it ran, it was like thunder on the ground. And my car was shaking like a scene from Jurassic Park. And then I started staring at rocks for a few seconds. I'm not sure why. But I I re- you know, I pulled it back in. I got I got it back control of my faculties and got the last couple seconds of it running away. Uh, sounds traumatic. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> okay, so let's get back into um, the footage that are, you know, debatable. And then okay. after that, we're going to talk about just a footprint thing because um, there are some footprint evidences that seem to be a little more... Um, I don't know, have maybe some validity to them, which I never thought I would say until I watched this stuff, which I... I haven't watched it, and all I'm thinking of right now is, have you seen what people can mold out of clay? I mean, like, how hard could it possibly be to mold a a a footprint? Yeah, I know, right? Okay, so anyway, the other one we're going to talk about um, was actually shot, which... A lot of people say this makes it more uncreditable um, by a guy who was a Sasquatch hunter. Oh. Yeah. That's not suspicious <laughs> at all. I know, right? I've been pursuing it my entire life, and I finally found something. Okay. So, anyway, the cool thing about his is that they had some really great prints. But like you said... It might be because of the fact that this guy was, like, actually 
you know, really wanting to prove there was Bigfoot, considering that he was a big Bigfooter, right? Slash obsessed. <laughs> okay, and we'll link this at the bottom, too. Look, I remembered, Link. So I'm going to show this one to you really quick. It's 14 seconds. So okay. I'm just showing you, like, the small versions All of right. these. Make sure you pause it when the other video when the video's done. That is so pixeled. Yeah. So it is very pixeled, but it was because supposedly it was far off, so he zoomed in. Okay, and this also was also in 1982. 82. Yeah, so we're not talking so like So was there more now. than one there? They looked like there was two. No, it's just the footage of the same one, but he like caught it from different angles. Okay, that so. one to me seems more unbelievable than the initial one. Yes, I agree. Because the, the, the shrubs and the trees were a little tall, mm -hmm. and that literally does look to me like someone in like a, a suit. Yes. So, but, but it is, you know, of course, so perfectly pixeled that you can, <laughs> know, can't right? tell for sure. I know, right? It's like they do it on purpose. It's like, let's get some really old like, camera. Don't mind my shitty ass camera <laughs> that I brought to prove Bigfoot is real. It was because I was undeniably zoomed in very big to look at Bigfoot. <laughs> so, and like, but we can at least say, yes, this was shot in the 80s, like early 80s. So they didn't have the best equipment. So, I mean, back then, I think they had more leeway for faking things. Because they, like, well, the camera but, wasn't but, but the people from the 60s had better footage. Come on, man. <laughs> I know, I agree. <laughs> so, okay. So his name was Paul Freeman the guy who shot this, and um, he actually worked for the Forest Services, and they pulled him in to talk to him about the whole thing, and they actually felt like when they saw the footprints he got and his footage that it was valid enough that they brought in experts to check it. Um, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you know, at least, you know, he has some credibility. You know, he works for the Forest Service. It's not... <laughs> It's not some bozo from the sticks. But he was obsessed with Bigfoot. Well, yeah. yeah I'm just saying that, like, to me, totally discredits. But um, a lot of people, this is another one that's really bigly talked about. So um, he said it was nearly eight feet tall and covered in reddish-brown body hair. But to me, that looked blackish in the footage. I'm just saying. Am yeah, I wrong? there was, I mean... Apparently, if you saw it with the naked eye, there was much more color detail than his pixelated camera that he was looking through. But, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so in 1994, he also captured supposedly a Bigfoot on videotape near the Blue Mountain region of the northeastern Oregon. Well, I, I, so, okay. Another fishy point. <laughs> that he managed so to do it twice. So you found him in the <laughs> 80s. Man, how come you haven't found him for like 10 years? Oh, man. We best come up with something. We got to find him again, right? I know. Does that sound suspicious to you? I know. I'm just saying. I 90s? Agree. So do we, have a, do we have a sighting from the same guy in the 2000s? Or? I know, right? And 90, it was, it was just like 12 years later, right? So he's like, he must have felt like he wasn't getting enough attention anymore. And or, then he did, you or know, decided to make He was one. spending all of his free time canvassing the forest and it happened to take that many years till he found it again. <laughs> Fair. More likely story. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. Anyway, <laughs> 
So um, one of the things that was special about the footprint he found, which we're going to go into that, and then after that we'll conclude this. But You used the word special and not like interesting. <laughs> is what, it said that it, had, it? it showed dermal ridges, which is like I didn't know that they called, you know, a fingerprint, the little mm-hmm. things in it. that Those are actually called dermal ridges. I didn't know that. So it actually had dermal ridges in the footprint. So, like, if you took your feet. If you look at my hand, Lily. You should see his face how right many, now. How many dermal ridges would you see? I, I think Is a lot of your... dermal ridge? <laughs> it's supposed to be a Derm- fingerprint, not not in your palm. Oh. <laughs> We're not palm reading here. Okay, my fingers. I wish fingers, you could all see him My fingers, right now. my finger. Okay, so is that... Is that a dermal ridge? Yes. Or is that the tip of my finger? That's a dermal ridge in the tip of your finger. Oh. Yes. Continue. (laughs) So anyway, that was why it was such a big deal, was because it didn't just have like Another side squirrel. I feel like that could be some explanation that a woman makes in some romance novel. (laughs) He caressed my face. With his dermal ridges. With his dermal ridges. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. Maybe, Maybe something that... You know, some scientist geeks would read. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, okay. Wow, that was <laughs> that was something else. Thank you, Mikey. <laughs> I am something else. So okay, now to the footprinting. To the footprint. To the footprinting. So dermal ridges. Yes. In the footprinting. That's special. Yes. So okay, this is another thing that I feel like makes me want to, you know. Almost second guess, except for the fact that you're right. Somebody could take a cast and like, or someone could just know how the foot of a primate works and they can make a fake cast, right? Because they're too big to be an actual primate. Right. So, um, yeah, because if it, if it matched the size of a primate, then it would just be too easy to dismiss it and say, it's just the footprint of an ape. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and you know, actually, what, like 100,000 years ago, there was a primate that was big enough that would have fit this. But, you know, um, the fact that people are seeing them now, I mean, we haven't seen any. So, I mean, just as a 100,000 years ago? Uh-huh. Yeah. I actually, you know, it was... Um, are you sure it was at 999,995? <laughs> um, pretty sure, because they said over 100,000 years ago. <laughs> So, you know, there actually were primates that were large back then. But, you know, how many people have the bones? Well, you wouldn't even need the bones. You would need a footprint. So basically, this is what's cool about it. So they've found some footprints, and they have something that's called a mid-tarsal break, which is where— I'm learning so (laughs) many new anatomical explanations for things. This is insightful. I know. I actually thought I was going to be like totally bored by this, but I, it's fascinating when you research something that you haven't really checked much into. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, it's found only in great apes, and they've found that to be in these footprints that they've casted that they found out in the And great forest. apes are like... Uh... Great apes are, we're talking like... Uh, a silverback monkey oh, okay. or, you know, like the big apes. So okay. they they have the same thing as them. And is what it does is it's like a hinge that allows the heel to move separately from the rest of the foot. 
Mm. So um, you know how when you get your footprint, you have that curve on the inner part of your foot right, between the arch. Yeah, the arch. Um, they don't have that. They have. Um, In fact, I wish my <laughs> arch wasn't so great. Uh, I wouldn't be suffering from plantar fasciitis from hell. <laughs> If this I didn't have such a you. big arch. This is not about you, Mike. How do you know the ape wasn't suffering? <laughs> I mean, the Sasquatch. Well, I mean, because he has a hinge, so he doesn't have to worry about it, right? <laughs> I know, Michael. I'm fair. sorry. I'm sorry. Fair. You should see the sadness. Bring it in back in. Face. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> okay. So basically, I'm just in pain. That's all. It hurts. <laughs> I have to buy expensive shoes. I like buying expensive shoes. I don't need to. <laughs> I don't. Okay. okay. I'm so sorry. I'm making this so hard for you. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. So anyway, okay. So there is a cast also to make it more interesting that was found. And um, it's called the Boschberg Cripplefoot Casts. So there's an area where they had a whole bunch of footprints and one of them was misshapen. And their Bigfoot size feet. So okay. they decided to get a foot professional, like a foot doctor. And <laughs> what do you call it? I don't know. What an interesting job. I mean, hats off to those guys. Hold I'm on. just saying. Hold on. There's a lot of people with foot fetishes. This is really important. Oh. Okay, Google. What do you call a foot doctor? To it's a podiatrist. Oh, nice. I didn't even have to like wait for it to explain it to me. It came right, right oh, as it was about to Oh, good job. Good job. Look screen. at that. You're so smart, pro. Podiatrist. Yes. So um, this basically was a, it's a pair of footprint impressions from a crippled Sasquatch or Bigfoot from the northeastern Washington state, cast and reconstructed by Dr. Grover Kronz. Grover? <laughs> and hopefully I haven't mispronounced any <laughs> names in here. If I did, I'm sorry. Um, you know, it's not always easy to know how to say stuff. But he's a professor of anthropology at Washington State University. Interesting. Yes. And by analyzing the differences between the deformed and normal prints, Dr. Kronz reconstructed the skeletal structure of the feet and concluded the print was made by a non-human Large mast bipedal animal, <laughs> sorry, consistent with descriptions given in Bigfoot sightings. And that due to their precise conformity to adaptations needed for the bibdic, wait, bibdal locomotion, wait, Bipdal, it looks like locomotion. Do the locomotion. Come on, come on, do the locomotion with me. As such a large animal, fakery would nearly be impossible. Spoken from the true words of scientists that I cannot duplicate properly. And or, and or read. Do the locomotion. <laughs> it's okay. I would have probably butchered that too. So no no judgment at all. No, zero, zero judgment. It's bipedal locomotion. I swear the locomotion is there. Do the love commotion. Oh, locomotion. It's the locomotion. Well, I'm sorry. I went you're to calling love. it the love commotion now? 
Hey, how do you know? Are you trying to make a perfectly innocent song dirty? No. Is that what you're doing right now? Because <laughs> I think you're trying to mutilate it and turn it into something it's not. Oh, speaking of which, you want to hear what's really funny? One of the things I watched, there was a woman who took a whole group of only women researchers out into the wilderness because she believed that the Sasquatch is maybe intimidated and driven away by men. And so they went out there and they set up spots where they cut up apples for Sasquatch. They set up cameras and they went and they sung Christmas carols and I think lullabies. I know for sure the Christmas carols because they thought that if they heard female voices, it would maybe draw them in. So are they trying to say like Sasquatch is rapey? <laughs> they said it's because they don't think that he's intimidated well, by apparently women. apparently they like apples, you know. Who can turn away from apples and carols, right? Like Jingle bells. We're going to go out into the woods and we're going to cut up apples and sing Christmas songs. And lo and behold, the Sasquatch shall come down and bob for apples with us on Christmas carols. Sasquatch balls, Sasquatch balls, Sasquatch all the way. Yeah. Anyway... Of course, they didn't find anything. Of course. <laughs> they did get excited. How many women signed up for this? I think there was about eight in the footage. And they did get some footage of something passing a camera, and they realized that it was a car that was passing on the road by. Yeah, they're probably like, <laughs> who are these crazy ladies singing Christmas carols in, what, what, did it say what time of year they actually went out there and did that? I don't, I did not. I'm assuming that. it's Christmas time. No, it wasn't. Was they, it the they middle said, of July? They said the only reason that they did, it was summer. How do they know Sasquatch wouldn't be, you know, called forth by the Star Spangled Banner? <laughs> can you see? Oh, you know? but it's not supposed to be masculine. Remember, we're oh, non-threatening. Oh. You have to. I can't even go that high. I think a window would break if I did. Well, they were unsuccessful. That's too bad. That's yes. unfortunate. It was a good plan. It was. It was a good plan. It almost seemed a little foolproof. I think they they sing. I would have been pissed if I was one of those women that went and didn't see it. Like, oh, it's just a car. It's just a car. We cut up apples. And we sang Christmas carols, and it still didn't come. It was a lot of apples. I'm just going to say, they were planning for, you know, serving up a big meal for You're talking food. like a really large, like, fruit platter <laughs> or like an orchard. They put it in, in a cut-down tree. Like, you know, it was almost oh. like a platter there. It was waiting all special for Bigfoot. Okay. But they say the reason they did Christmas carols and whatnot is because at least they all knew that. Okay. Like, you, you know, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So anyway, I found this to actually be more interesting than I thought, and I'm excited about our podcast. I appreciate that, you know, we get to like delve a little deeper into stuff we normally wouldn't. We're going to delve deep. We're going to delve real deep, people. We're going to find the depths of the deepest depth you've ever depth to. So I just want to know, on conclusion, what do you think? Do you think off of what I told you, that there's some validity. I really feel like that footage that was shot back in, um, you know, the Patterson-Gimblin film. The one from the 60s. Yeah, that it was actually, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that one. What do you think about all of this? Well, I think that uh, if I've learned anything in my vast 38 years of experience on this planet, (laughs) 
that uh, to say we know anything is, uh, you know, we, we don't know anything. We There's still so much we don't know. There's still so much that we're discovering every single day. And uh, you can say unlikely, you can say uh, very unlikely, but honestly, no one could say for sure that there is none, which is why someone releasing some footage can get any kind of excitement out of anybody because we uh, we still don't know everything. And uh, there could be a 15-foot <laughs> shaggy, hairy lady with her breast is dangling around in the mountains. And it's never been seen, and it's really tall and very big and makes the earth shake. But still, no one finds it except for three people. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's possible too. I also feel like nowadays with where technology is going, it's harder to disprove or prove this stuff because it's getting too easy to fake things. So, yeah. you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll find something creditable. Um, you know, so far I feel like most that most things that most people have to offer uh, isn't something that I could even begin to say, oh yeah, you're probably right, you know? Well, and, and think about this. I, I, I told several stories when I was a child where I definitely saw one of Santa's elves. Like, it <laughs> actually happened, and I, I gave a first account eyewitness description of, you know, an elf. Did, did you ever do that when you were a kid? No. <laughs> You're like, I actually did see Santa Claus. No, Mikey. His big jelly butt cheeks were sticking out of the fireplace before he shot up. And I was like, I knew it was real. It's real. It's not my parents. You know, I'm just going to say I grew up with you. And I think that, you know, you could even say I never stated that I saw such things. You know, I've always been the... So I'm a pathological liar. <laughs> and you're the truthful one. Is that it? <laughs> I didn't say it. I'm just... Here he goes again, making up his stories about Santa's elves. I'm just saying, right? Okay, we're talking about Sasquatch here. How did Is we there get really to a difference? Elf? I feel like the elves are a little more believable. Just saying. I mean, I don't know. But my... <laughs> anyway, I uh, we just want to thank everyone for listening. And um, we want to, you know, bring lots of stuff at you and just talk about whatever. And we're excited to uh, hear what you guys think about what we had to say. And let us know what you think about Sasquatch. Michael, do you have anything else? You Or Mikey? Do you have anything else you want to say? Um, just that it's it's very fun to uh, to talk about such things, and uh, who knows, you know, we could go camping and see something that we never can explain. So, but uh, yeah, looking forward to more topics, diving in and letting my really crazy, weird, loud, obnoxious brain dominate the microphone. Sounds good. I love it. Um, all right. Thanks, everyone. And we'll put links below. And this is Lelia and Mikey. And um, I'll see you soon. Goodbye. Ding dong day. <laughs> I have nothing to say to that. 